Welcome to Leadership Moments with Justin Manzi, where we want to see leaders equipped and empowered. All right, well, welcome back to Lesson 4 in Module 1. Uh, this is the last uh, lesson we're going to be talking about in this Module 1 of Phase 1. And this one, uh, you know, you'd think, is this something that we really need to focus in on as a leader to lead yourself? But absolutely. The title of it is Forgiveness and Freedom. I'm going to tell you that, you know, to be someone who leads yourself, you're going to have to learn that the two things that you're going to have to process and learn how to deal with the most in your life will be forgiveness and actually failure, and then be able to walk in freedom. Those three things are what you're really called to do as you lead yourself, and sometimes the most challenging. Uh, So when we talk about today the topic of uh, forgiveness and freedom, I want you to know that as you move forward, I promise you as you uh, lead yourself and begin to lead others, people are going to come to you And they're going to say to you, what do I do? I have unforgiveness or I failed. You're going to, as a leader, help them navigate through what it is to walk through the process of forgiveness, what it means to walk in true freedom. And so this lesson is truly internal. And so part of my story, uh, this has really been a theme of my story because when I first got saved at 18, I remember it was just maybe a week or two afterwards. I remember driving around and I I just said, God, I want all that you have for me. I want to follow you with all of my heart. I just want everything, God, that you have for me as an individual. And I, I heard that once again, that just that, that thought come into me where the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, uh, well, then you need to forgive your stepfather. You need to forgive your biological father. You need to forgive some people that have really hurt you. And I was like, what? No, I have, this is not about forgiving anyone. This is about, I want more of you. And it was interesting because in that moment, uh, I had a Bible. And in, in the Bible, uh, I opened up to Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. And it it reads this way, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. Man, I was like, what? This is in the the Bible. And and if I don't forgive those who have hurt me, God's not going to forgive me? Whew, that that was a hard pill to swallow in that moment. And I remember resisting this and saying, God, I don't want to forgive my stepfather. I don't want to forgive my biological father. They hurt me and they hurt me bad. They don't deserve my forgiveness. And I don't feel like forgiving them. And the Lord just spoke to me and said, forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a choice. And I just said, well, God, that's your job. Your job is to love and forgive people. And I, I just, I can't see myself forgiving these men. I just can't do it. And I, I remember saying, Lord, that's your job description. And, and God just kind of brought that thought back to me. He says, do you want to follow me? I said, yes, Lord. And do you want all that I have for you? Yes, Lord. And he said, well, now that's your job description. You love and forgive others. Wow. 
it, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. I remember actually in that moment uh, saying, Holy Spirit, help me to forgive my stepfather. Help me to forgive my biological father because there is no desire. All I have is anger inside. And I realized that our life is kind of like that book. You know, and, and it has, uh, our life is a book and there's chapters in it that have been written of painful events, painful chapters, painful situations, um, all kinds of chapters in our book. And sometimes we just want to ignore those chapters. But the reality is our life is supposed to be a book that people can read and testify of the goodness of God. But if you were to give your um, life book to them right now, what would the chapter say? Would there be chapters say, yeah, I didn't forgive. Yeah, I still hold bitterness. And would there be a whole chapter uh, in your past of where you are having this pain that you're carrying and, and somebody's reading your story and going, but you never forgave. You, you never let go of that. You, you never walked in freedom. Well, I want you to know God wants to take those chapters of hurt and pain and he wants to remove them and 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 let me put it this way he actually wants to revise them uh, and he wants to rewrite the end of those chapters of what he was able to do and for me i remember that night so clearly where i said god help me please forgive these men because there's nothing inside of me that wants to do that but as i began to think of all the things i had done to the lord and I'm like, I need forgiveness on all these things. And if you don't forgive me, Lord, I'm going to be in bondage. And, and then all of a sudden I began to think of the things that were done to me. And I can't explain it, but I began to just weep. And I hadn't cried in, 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 a, in many years. I would just suppress the pain, the anger, the hurt. But like a waterfall or a, a, like a... Uh, a fountain of, of hurt and pain just came up out of me and I began to forgive. And by name, I would say, I forgive them. And as I forgave them and thinking of all these things that started coming forward, the, the memories of rejection, the memories of hurt, the memories of uh, the abuse, uh, the Lord would say, release it. Release that pain. Release it. And it was hard to release because there was part of me wanted to hang on as evidence of why I can be angry and mad. But God says, that's not who you are anymore. So I learned that we, the first step of forgiving is to say, I forgive them. Number two is, I release what they did to me. Now, this is where some people have a hard time. It's like, well, I don't want to release what they did. I want you to know that you're just giving it to God. You see, if you say, if you're holding on to your past... And you say, oh, that's my past, but you're still talking about today? It's not your past, it's still your present. That pain and that hurt that happened in your past, if you're still talking about it, you're still feeling it strongly, then it's not just your past, it's your present. And it will be your future if you don't choose to say, God, help me to forgive. And so number three is you have to learn to bless people. You know, I remember that night where God said to me, you know, forgive your stepfather and your biological father. Release what they did. That, that was hard, but I was able to do it. But it was challenging. When the Lord said to me, bless them now. I'm like, bless them? No, I don't want to. Let's not get carried away here, Lord. But I felt like the Lord said, bless them. So 
I did, and it was hard. And then the Lord said to me, now pray for them. And I'm like, pray for them? Lord, you're asking a lot. But I began to pray for them. I pray that God would arrest them with his love, that, that God, you would capture them with your love. You know, so part of forgiveness, it's a process. Even the next day, I thought, oh, I, I, there's nothing left. Things came up. A memory came up. And I'm like, oh, I couldn't believe that happened. And, and I would like, okay, I got to forgive them of that. I need to release that. I need to bless them again. I'm going to pray for them. And I realized that's part of that process of forgiveness. Also, part of it is letting go. In Philippians 3, chapters 12 to 14, it says, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but Listen to this. I press on to reach the end of the race. I think I might have stepped over something. It says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Now, in this verses here. The key to this is I focus on the one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Now, let me just phrase this right now and say that it's not that I forgot what happened to me growing up. I haven't forgotten that. So it's not like, oh, you just forget it and move on. It's like I put it in the right category of this happened to me. I acknowledge it, but I choose to forgive and release what they did. It's, uh, my wife always uses this example of forgiveness is um, not letting them off the hook, but actually putting them on God's hook. And so uh, it's part of being able to say, hey, that did happen to me, but I'm not gonna allow it to continue to control me. So, and I already said this, but it bears repeating, our past isn't our past if it's still impacting our present and our future. So when we walk in forgiveness of truly saying, I forgive, and then let it go, learn to let it go. Don't keep bringing up as evidence of why you can be angry and hurt at an individual. So we want to walk in freedom. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 says, For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So in John 8, 36, it says, So if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. And so part of leading yourself is leading yourself in forgiveness. Lead to to say, I need to forgive those who have hurt me. And so when we walk in this, in the fullness of freedom, it's not just receiving forgiveness but we're receiving the grace and the love that comes in total freedom. To be able to lead yourself, it is to be free internally. And one of the barriers that will hold us back is unforgiveness. And if you have unforgiveness in your life, you will get a a, a calloused 
heart and it will become hard and you'll become very thin skinned. And so when things come against you, you're going to, ouch, ouch, it's going to be painful. And to lead yourself, you, you have to learn to have almost a thick skin with a very soft heart. So, but forgiveness is a journey. And I want you to know that, um, that God will take that and he will give you the grace and the love to come in and bring healing in those areas of where you've been hurt if you allow him in. So, and I also want you to just recognize that God is able to create something out of nothing. He's the God that can create something out of nothing. So you say, I got nothing here. I'm, I'm wounded. I'm hurt. Well, God will take that, those ingredients, and he'll make something beautiful. God will never waste your past hurts. He will use it for his glory. So I love that. And so number one, I, I want you to just say the steps to freedom is recognizing that we are called to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That, that I'm going to pursue God and freedom. I'm going to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. To Number two, um, reconnecting with the voice of God. Say, God, I want you to begin to speak to me. I want to hear your voice. I need you to speak to those areas in my life. To reorient yourself to a place where you actually have a new perspective on to your job description is to love people and forgive people and to fulfill the mandate of the great uh, commission of sharing freedom of what Jesus did on the cross is very real. But if that gospel is not active in you of love and forgiveness and freedom, then what are we giving to people? So, and number four, learning to renounce, learning to let go of things. It's not just say, I forgive and then keep hanging on to it, but to let go of it. It's kind of like a scar that you see that happens. It's still there, but it's healed. Number five, receiving the Holy Spirit. To move forward in freedom, we need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit come and bring healing in these areas where you've been hurt, where you've been wounded, where you were dealt with unfairly. To really allow the Holy Spirit to do that. I want you to know that it's because of God's grace and His glory that, 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 that He's going to come in and bring healing and do a work inside of you. Jeremiah 31, 3-4 says, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. And again, I will build you, and you shall be rebuilt. Here goes my buzzer. Let me turn that off. And I, I just want you to know, as I close here, allow God to begin to work and move. You're going to have to step out and forgive those who've hurt you. Now, sometimes it's just a little pebble, but a little pebble in your shoe will keep you from walking right. Sometimes it's a big boulder rock, but if you're carrying that, it's weighing you down. So even if it's a little bit of unforgiveness, of hurt and pain, that little pebble will keep you from walking right. If it's a boulder, it's going to hold you back and hold you down. So let those things go. Learn to forgive. Walk in freedom. Amen. God bless you.